From the Selfish Path to Romance, download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. The Lord didn't make the sun until the fourth day. That is correct. That first day, well, what do you think it was, uh, 24 hours long? The Bible says it was a day. Well, there was no sun. Uh, you know, how, how do you know how long it was? The Bible says it was a day. Well, was it a normal day, a literal day, 24-hour day? I don't know. <clears throat> what do you think? I do not think about things that I do not think about. Notice when, that's from Inherit the Wind, when anybody holds an irrational idea, meaning one that you can't connect with reality, when you hold irrational ideas, then you're put in the corner in your own mind of, I can't think about this, I can't make sense of it, I just have to accept it on what? What's the word? On faith. And faith is the belief in something for which there's no evidence or proof or there's contradictory evidence. You know, the whole thing is... is um, the whole issue boils down to do you want to trust your own mind? Look for evidence. Let, use your mind in a way where it connects with reality. Or do you want to partly do that? None of us can avoid it. We need to cross the street. We need to be able to look when we cross the street. But there'll be some areas in your mind that are compartmentalized that you don't want to think about that maybe they're complicated ideas or maybe you just don't want to think about them. You want to take the easy route in life. You want to evade, push stuff out of awareness that that either you, you don't want to think about because you may feel guilty, you may feel some emotions that will well up. Um, if you truly want your own life and your own happiness, then your modus operandi is to think, not to be afraid of thinking about anything. And if things are irrational, you don't believe in them. You don't ever take that leap of faith because it's a leap off a psychological cliff. So I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and here's one woman who's seriously struggling. Um, she asked me, will I ever be happy again, and will I find the love of my life? Hello, Dr. Kenner. My name is Shara. I'm 27 years old. I'm a single mom. I'm in a wheelchair. I fell six stories off a building several years ago, and I am always sad. So you can visualize that. She's got a, a little one running around. She's a single mom, and she's in a wheelchair, and she's always feeling sad. And she reaches out. She says, I don't know how to be happy again. I had a rough childhood. I was raped several times starting at the age of 12 by my uncles, by a stranger, and by a friend of the family. I was beaten by an axe. That's a tough life. I've been suicidal since college, and I have a two-year-old daughter now. I don't understand why all these things have happened to me. My question is, will I ever be happy again? And will I find the love of my life? Shara. Well, sitting in a wheelchair at home, not doing anything, and just thinking negative thoughts, the answer would be no. Those type of questions, will I ever be happy again? Your subconscious will kick up the answer, no, this is it, this is your life. Will I ever find the love of your life? No, punny, you'll never find that either. And so when you ask those types of questions and you're just sitting at home, not taking any productive action, then it does feel like it's totally dismal and like, What's the use of living? What's the use of going on? You can have suicidal thoughts. Why bother trying? Who gives a damn? How can I change? Who would notice? Um, 
Why should I prolong my suffering? Those are the types of questions that people ask themselves when they get in that type of a funk. Now, I've got a lot of empathy for you because you've been traumatized. You didn't grow up in a household where the norm for you was that good things happen. You can achieve your goals. You can take ballet lessons. You can learn math and do well in school. You have good relationships with parents. Maybe they have fun birthday parties. I don't mean elaborate ones where they spend a lot of money and give your, give you a limo for your little party. I think those are very damaging for kids. I mean just joyous ones with impo- with the people who are most important to you. You didn't have that wonderful child, that um constellation of wonderful childhood experiences for yourself. So my guess is that you drew some profoundly, meaning very deep, negative views about yourself, the world, and others. I'm damaged goods, I'm trash, others are scary, abusive, the world is not open to my happiness, other people seem to be happy singing songs, but not me, and my future is boring, it's bleak, it's empty, I'm wheelchair bound. And so it's not surprising that people have suicidal thoughts when they're in that situation. And I even wondered if when you said that you fell off a six, you fell six stories off a building, if that wasn't a suicide attempt. Now it may not have been, I don't know the details, but it may have been a suicide attempt. So what you need is new fundamental premises, profoundly much better premises, but you can't fake them. You can't say, oh, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to be happy every day. I'm going to like myself and I will trust other people and the world is open to my achieving my values and my future is exciting. You can't just impose those on what's there because the other premises, the other ideas that you have came there for a reason. There are causes for them. You went through some serious trauma. So I suggest therapy. I suggest getting yourself a book, Choosing to Live, How to Defeat Suicide Through Cognitive Therapy, and using this in therapy. The authors are Thomas Ellis and Corey Newman. It's at my website, drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com. And you want to start asking better questions, not will I ever be happy again, will I find the love of my life, but what will make me happy today? What will, what, how can I earn my self-respect, my self-esteem? Look to your values. Look at yourself. Can you take better care of yourself? Can you exercise a little more, even though you're in a wheelchair? Is there something you can do to take better care of yourself? How about employment? Just because you're in a wheelchair doesn't mean you can't work. Now, maybe you are working. Can you do better at your job? Can you find even a better job if that's this, if you're in a bad a situa- a job you don't like? Uh, try to find something productive because just sitting in a wheelchair or on disability or something is not a life. So don't sell for the disability money. Don't sell away your opportunities to have a career for yourself. Try to find something productive. With your daughter, she's two years old. Get the book How to Talk So Kids Will Listen and Listen So Kid will, Kids Will Talk on my website again, drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com, and learn how to be, become proud of being a mom. Um, you want to be able to milk the values in your life. Look for friends. Join a group with people who are wheelchair-bound, too. Not the ones that play victim, but the ones who are more animated, who learn how to 
to enjoy their own lives, to make the most of it, good role models for yourself. And in terms of suicide, it, from the book um, Choosing to Live, they say death is the ultimate. People will say, well, at least there's one thing I can do to succeed. I can just kill myself and then it will all end. And they say that's not success. That's actually failure. That death is the ultimate failure and the ultimate way to be out of control the ultimate way. So that's not uh, that's not the route to go for yourself. Um, you want to figure out how to put your life back together. And even if someone's listening and you're not in a wheelchair, but your life feels like it's in shambles, deal with the abuse, deal with the fact that you want to figure out what you like about yourself, what you might love about yourself, and focus on that rather than drawing a conclusion from your childhood of what your parents thought of you or how others treated you as your identity. That's not your identity. So I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist. You can call me with any questions you would ask a counselor or a therapist. My number's toll-free, 1-877-DRKENNER. That's toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. And when we come back, I'm going to answer the following listener's question. He says, Hi doctor, I have a problem that I am unable that I am unable to control my mind. I set some goals and targets, but I'm not able to do them because I'm lazy. I think I'll do them later on, but I never do. It's totally shattering my life. Please help me, Ritish and he gives a foreign name, uh, Ritish Kumar. Uh, and then he adds, his name is his Ritz, and he says, live cheerfully. So obviously he's reaching out. He wants to enjoy his life. But have you ever had the problem that you procrastinate? You do set your goals and targets of losing weight or getting a better job, but you just can't reach them. And you just beat up on yourself. I'm lazy. I'm no good. I'm a failure in life. I'm a loser. How do you get out of that rut? That's what we'll talk about coming up and your t- calls um, toll-free 1-877-DRKENNER on the rational basis of happiness. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance by Dr. Ellen Kenner. One romance killer is when one or both partners are too often in a bad mood. Sometimes the causes are obvious. Often they're hidden. Hidden issues, psychological orders aside, typically center around one of two things, or both. My partner doesn't understand me, or my partner doesn't value me. Establishing a positive relationship environment presupposes communicating, identifying, and resolving these issues. If you can succeed in this, create and maintain a positive climate daily, not just in terms of important issues, but also in many small ways. A song from the 1950s says, little things mean a lot. Small gestures like a hug and wishing your partner a good day at work and later asking how the day went may seem simple, but they make both of you feel valued by the other. You can download chapter one for free at drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.